Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hold on, no good trap, sons and traps. Trap, sons and trap, don't sons and trap. We got Ween Dog, we got Tyler Smith, and we have one of the greatest fighters of all time, Eve Edwards in the house. Uh, it's going to be a great show. We have a debate today. We have the great MMA debate. Uh, Eve, uh, I didn't tell you, but Joe is our moderator. And it's between, um, uh, it's between Hector Lombard, who is a huge Trump supporter. <laughs> oh, my God. He already knows. <laughs> and Cody Gibson. Cody Gibson is the guy that got into a fight, a uh, bar fight that said, Google me, bitch, back in the day. Uh, he's got wins over Manny Gambarian. He's a huge uh, Bernie supporter. So we're going to have the great political debate here on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Joe is our moderator. He came up with Not questions. biased at all. Not biased at all. He came out with questions all night long. And Eve, you're going to be our judge, okay? Okay. Uh, I don't even know. I know that you voted for Trump, right? Didn't you vote for Trump? I can't vote. I'm not an American. Okay. Plus, I think you're a felon. But either way, it doesn't matter. Okay. So, uh, uh, listen, this is going to be uh, – you're, you're not a felon, right? You're I was eating, man. You got arrested for weed, right, back in the day? Didn't you get arrested for weed? Back? Who are you talking about? I forget it. Okay. So, uh, not you. Um, it was the Dean Thomas that got arrested for weed back in the day. You never got arrested for weed, no? I've never been arrested. I got arrested for, for traffic fine. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's you got arrested for a traffic. You didn't pay a traffic fine. They arrested your ass. Yeah, in Texas. Oh, that's, uh, not, that's some fucking racist bullshit. Listen, okay, racist. so we're gonna have a great. <laughs> we're gonna have a great, a great debate today. I can't wait. Uh, Eve, how you doing during this quarantine? What's going on? Nothing, man. I'm just sitting at home trying not to go stir crazy. But um, yeah. yeah, that's about it. There's really nothing going on. It's cool that that. Call of Duty Warzone came out. That's killing some time. Nice. Now, now you're in Maryland, right? You're in Maryland? Yeah, right now I am. Now, I never know where you live. Like, you live in L.A., and then you live in Georgia, and then you live in the Bahamas. Uh, how many houses do you – who are you? Like, I, like, I get around. Like, I, I think we're friends, right? Like, you, you, I've been in my wedding. I've known you for years. You've been in my house. You've held my baby. You changed my baby's diaper. Uh but then I'm like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm living in Austria. I, I've been here for seven years, and I'm like, what? Like, what's what's going on? Like, wh- who are you, Eve? I just get around. I don't... <laughs> that was he's, living the, the, he's living the dream. That, that look, was look, one of the funniest. Retired, retired MMA fighter. He's got a cush job being a commentator. Why not travel, dude? Nobody has jobs right now. Dude, that, yeah, yeah, no, no. That was one of the funniest things. I I, I, just, I just wish I had a cush. No, like, 
That was one of the funniest things when we had Ponzanibio on uh, the podcast and I was trying to talk to him and his English wasn't great and my baby was crying and I go, Eve, can you change my, my baby's diaper? And you being a grandparent, um, you go over there and my wife has a security camera and she's like, who has our kid right now? She texts me like, and then I took a picture of you with blood all over your face from like one of the things I go, this guy. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like what the fuck? Just him. So, um, don't worry, I didn't try to eat your baby. No, of course not. Um, so, by the way, I looked at I was looking at your stats the other day. You had two, you were two and zero as a boxer. Yep, two KOs. Why did you stop Whoa. boxing? Why did I stop boxing? Because of MMA. Um, the UFC didn't want me doing any other fight sport. Ah, uh, now how did you, did you did you love boxing as much as you loved MMA or no? I love I love boxing. Yeah, I love all fight sports. Um, and boxing was fun. You know, the other thing about boxing though is they kind of, you know, they 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 give you guys that are like they try to build you in boxing. So it was fun. I mean, I did the Golden Gloves. I fought I fought amateur for a couple fights, and then um, I never lost a boxing fight or a kickboxing fight, amateur or pro. So that was cool. How many kickboxing fights do you have? Only three. So it wasn't that many. That's pretty badass, though, man. All these things. I, I didn't even know that you were in the NWA movie. Yeah, and Ballers, and... Well, that I knew Lita, of. Angel, and I'm going to be in a new Avatar movie a couple of times. Hey. What? What are, you, what are you doing for that? I can't say. I can only say I've been in, I'm in the movie a little bit. Now, what were you in the NWA movie? Yeah. I was a part of the lynch mob. Oh, no way. Yeah, so we got we got into a big fight when when Ice Cube came down the stairs. So you fought Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Well, we avoided each other. <laughs> you know, we we ducked each other. That's now. Uh, now, by the way, I heard that uh, your 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 boy Poirier made up with Colby Covington. Uh, were you part of that like peace deal that went down? No, I have no I I have no parts in this. Colby Covington um, character that he's created. I don't want nothing to do with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it there. I don't want anything to do with it. How long? How long have you known Colby? Since he first came to ATT. Um, so when was that? I can't even remember the year. Probably like 2012, 2013. So a like. good amount of time. So like in in your in your eyes, what like what was the the start of the of the demise of of the character of Colby Covington. <laughs> like, when he started doing this 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 whole um, make America great again spiel. So it's like he became he became the bit almost like he just um, embraced embraced the bit, or is it still a bit? And like he you know goes to the gym and is normal and like what's the what's the real deal? Because he won't give a straight answer. Yeah, I, I so I'm not in there every single day. Um, the last few times I saw Kobe, he was, you know, to me, face to face, he was respectful and, um, you know, we don't have any beef, but the character, I just, I just, I just can't feel it. You know what I mean? So American top team has a new rule that says no shit talking to each other unless you're fighting one another. Uh, okay. yes. Yeah, so did you know about that rule? Don't know about that rule. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, well, I, I, yeah. Like, rules, rules are bullshit. I don't care. You can't write something down on a piece of paper and tell me I can't do it. 
Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. And then Dean Thomas, Dean Thomas left. You know that? Dean Thomas left. Yeah, I know that. He, he wouldn't tell us why. What happened? Give us some juice. <laughs> I can't. Like, he, what he told me, he told me in confidence. So, okay, I, so I can't. That means what he told us isn't true. So, so what, what did he tell you guys? I forgot. He said he just wanted to eat. I know he told me what he told me is he wanted to, you know, train other fighters. He wants to kind of do his own thing and not necessarily be under an umbrella. And I think that's what he told everybody. Um, like Dean's a straight shooter, you know? So like what he told you is what it is. I'm sure there's been some tension. The fact that, you know, he's, he's Tyron's right-hand guy. He's Tyron's first second. And, um, Kobe's inside the gym every day, but they do get along, you know. Um, I'm sure, like Dean is an actor also, so he he can separate the reality from the myth, um, and he's like he's a ground zero. So I'm sure he he's found a place to 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 put that on the shelf and and be okay with all of that. But um, I just think it was more about what he needs and where he sees that he can still grow. And ATT has been a, you know, has been a good place to be up until now, but now it's time to leave the nest and spread his wings. So the MMA news right now is uh, the saying that, that Florida might be the place to have events because then there's a kind of loophole in Florida where they can have events now. Um, and, a loophole. And now they're saying that May, is a loophole. May 9th is going to be Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. Uh, it's going to be Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Amanda Nunez versus Felicia Spencer and Ganu versus Rosenstruck on the May 9th card. We don't know if it's going to be a fun fight island or it's going to be in Florida or it's going to be um, nowhere and it's not going to happen in Tachi Palace. Um, first of all, uh, Eve, what are your thoughts about fighting during the pandemic? You think it should have happened? Thoughts on fight island? And then we'll go through that, that entire card. Who's going to win before we have this great so, game? My thing is like when when the you know Khabib and Tony was supposed to happen on an island, and then Tony and Gaethje and all those things that fight when that was going to happen. I was really excited, but at the same time, I'm like, man, like you got to fly in all these different people. The whole thing about social distancing and not having big crowds out of one person, just one person, coughs in a room. Um, all those people potentially get it, and I get. I, I would believe that some at least another person is going to get it. Then they're taking that somewhere else. And that's how shit spreads. I mean, we know that. That's why the whole pandemic, that's why we have the whole quarantine. It's like, it's really irresponsible. It's irresponsible as fuck to have all those people in one place and do that. Um, every other sport is shut down. The kind of whole world is on shutdown. And then, you know, if you, for the people who can't, like, not, who can't be alone, like, that's a problem. Like, if this thing ruins the whole summer, it's those people's faults. And, like, it's just one of those things where it's maddening and maddening as fuck. But at the same time, if that fight happened, I was going to watch it. Right now, if you were <laughs> if you were still fighting right now, and they said, "Hey, uh, Eve, you're fighting BJ Penn on Fight Island," uh, would you do it during this pandemic? So, ask me that when I'm 27, 30 years old, I'm going to fight. Ask me that today, like having hindsight, I'm just like, nah, like isn't it's not worth the risk? Right. Right, right. Got, yeah, because it seems like all the fighters we talk to, everyone's like, yeah, I can't wait to go there. I'm an adult. I make my decisions. We get into a cage. We, put our, we gotta feed our family. It seems like that's what we're getting back. 
And I can yeah. that. But I also understand the other part of like, listen, nobody's gonna die if this doesn't go on. Somebody might die if it does go on. So is the risk, is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, which. I think the fighters have to decide that for themselves. Like they're the ones I that agree. are that are potentially gonna die. So, so look, let's talk about let's talk about the, the actual fights. Uh, Gaethje versus Ferguson. Um, I Wait, why would they go back to this fight? Why not just make it again, Khabib versus Tony? Why go back and you know do uh, Gaethje get in the country? It's main. Well, why not just wait? Uh, because I think Ramadan because they need money. They want well, they want money. But yeah. they could they could still put on a banging card without Tony Ferguson fighting Justin Gaethje. I'm fine with that, 100%. I think they want Ferguson on the card. It seems like they want Ferguson to fight. Ferguson wants to fight. He's making weight anyway, he says. Yep. He's making weight for, like, next week anyway. That's so how here, he's going to have my thoughts on this. What? Here's my thoughts on this, Adam. Um, Tony Ferguson is the biggest draw available right now. You know, um, Connor and Khabib are gone. Adesanya can't get in the country, probably can't leave New Zealand. I don't know what their protocols are over there. Um, who, like, I would put Tony Ferguson right after all those guys as far as draw. Who, who else is bigger? Nate. You know? Nate. Mm, yeah. But, yeah. like, what fight do you have for Nate? Exactly. None. Masvidal rematch. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you're saying you think in the UFC or in that weight class? You're talking about who's, who's, who's in the UFC? Well, John Jones was the biggest draw, one of the biggest draws. He's one of the biggest draws, but like, which fight is on the table for John right now? Uh, the uh, the fight against um, soberness uh, or uh, sobriety, uh, <laughs> fight against the Albuquerque yeah. Police Department. Uh, fight I don't know if the Albuquerque Police Department can fast pass the physical. <laughs> it's a good point. Um, now, for, but Ferguson said he's still making weight for, for April 18th. Is he going to have the weigh-ins and the stare down by himself? Because I can I can picture him like in his house with a scale. And 100%. Just, uh, and like I, I can I can picture him walking to like a like down the street like pretending it's an actual like Dude, I, I, like, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a stare down with his with his Bob with his Bob boxing bag. Yeah, tell me you can't see that happening. Or like tire, just him in a tire. <laughs> so you're I absolutely can see that happening. So all right, so but as far as the actual fight goes, who do you like as far as winning? If you were to pick Gaethje or Ferguson. I can't pick against Tony Ferguson. Um, if Gaethje would win it, I wouldn't be blown away. Because, um, but he would have to win it early. He would have to clip him and, and punish him. But yeah. like Tony is the kind of guy once you once you start hitting him, like uh, if you rock him and he doesn't go down, he's not going down. He's going to recover. He does smarten up. He won't land the same shot again. And um, he's just he's just vicious, you know. Um, Gaethje has to stop him in the first two. Possibly in the third, he might have a shot. But uh, after that, he's just going to be so beat up and cut up. I, yeah. I just don't see it happening. Did you ever train with him? Who, Gaethje or Tony? Either. I actually haven't trained with either of those guys. Uh, I was interested because people say he has the most bizarre training methods. Uh, Ferguson. More bizarre than Tony Ferguson? No, no, no yeah. Ferguson has, has the most oh. bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Okay. People, like, like Alan Juban said he, was just, he trained with him and it was just weird. Like the things he was doing, the warm-ups were weird. The actual training was weird. He didn't say it was bad. He didn't say it was like not effective. He just said it was just 
very unconventional. All over the place, probably. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it seems to me like like Tony, especially when he does like you know he does his open workouts and it's some break dance, like he just does whatever his body is feeling at that moment is what he's gonna do. So there's no like, all right, I'm doing 30 squats. It's like he'll start to do a squat and be like, oh, this is, I'm gonna roll over my shoulder and then like, oh, my body wants to go to this, and it comes out when he's fighting too. He I, would pay to, I would pay to see him. Over. He's like, I think, a, I think a good reality show would be him and Diego Sanchez's coach um, <laughs> in like a practice, just, just to put a camera there, see what happens, you know? Yes! What are your thoughts on that guy? Have you ever uh, went to the school of self-awareness, Steve? No, but um, I've seen some small clips and videos, and um, it's, re it's strange to me how a guy with as much fight experience as Diego Sanchez can, can fall into one of these, like, empty hand kind of guys. You know what I mean? It just his, the things he does doesn't make sense. I'm really jealous right now, Tyler. I'm sorry, Eve. I'm sorry. I you think it would be in, uh, in, uh, in Maryland? Um, all right. So, uh, also on that card, Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz. I would love Dominic Cruz to pull off the upset here. That would make me yeah. so happy. Um, I like, I'm a big Dominic Cruz fan. I want anyone to pull up the upset against fucking Triple C. Uh, I just like, well, no, I, mean, I just like Dominic Cruz as a person. I like, I just like him. I think he's a good guy. He doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks. He'll tell you how he feels. And he's a, he's, a, he's a solid guy. He's like a, a non-bullshitting guy. Like, he, you get what you see with Dominic Cruz. And he works his ass off. And he's come up, you know, short as far as injuring himself all the time, which is so much. So yeah. he, he would be in the conversation for the greatest mixed martial artist. Like, he would be in the George St. Pierre conversation if he didn't get hurt, I believe. Really? Um, I really believe that because, like, look at, look, at, look at how often he got hurt and how he looks every single time he comes back. Yeah, you know, um, Dominic Cruz is probably the most dedicated mixed martial artist um, who hasn't, who's actually gotten to the top, but just hasn't really gotten to shine his full light on on the sport. Man, Dominic Cruz is a special kind of guy. That's 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 real. I think that he still could be in that conversation because who knows? I mean, he's he's said it before, and I've had this thought where he's basically been off for five years five years mm. give or take with all the injuries and it's like yes he was recovering but he wasn't going through the battles in the gym he wasn't pushing his body to the limit every every day training for fights it's like he was doing just enough to maintain and and make sure that those injuries healed and then eight week camp 10 week camp fight injury again so it's like this weird you could almost like the running joke right now in the in the jujitsu community, I'm sure you've seen the memes, is all the all the upper belts, all the older dudes like me and you, like, oh, we're we're stuck inside, but our injuries are healing. So like <laughs> we're gonna come back and and not have missed a beat. Cause it's like the experience is there and now our bodies are finally catching up. And the rest, right. So that I mean, you know, there's something to be said about that. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But I think I think he can still personally. I think Dominic Cruz can still make a make a, a name for. Her. What do you think? What What do you think it was about uh, Cody Nola when it came to Dominic Cruz that that he just had had his uh, his number bad matchup? I think he had his number as a bad matchup because of um 
Cody's fundamentals. I think Cody's fundamentals are stronger. Dom has solid fundamentals. I think Cody has a solid boxing base. Of course, he can wrestle, you know. And um, the footwork thing, Dom has created his own footwork. Meanwhile, Cody's footwork is is what boxing is all about. You know what I mean? So, like, he was just able to out out outmaneuver him and just do whatever he wanted to to Dominic Cruz in there because his fundamentals are so solid. I think he does that 10 out of 10 times. Um, that, that triangle that they have between those two and, and, and TJ Dillashaw, I wouldn't be surprised if that just kept running the same way every single time because um, – well, Cody that's nothing. Him. Cody Cody gets wild when he gets when 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 the fire gets hot. Cody gets wild. Um, yeah. By the way, so we have Cody Gibson just joined us. Cody Gibson is a former UFC fighter. Got some huge wins over Manny Gambarian, right? You uh, uh, won quickly in that. What was that thirty second win, Cody? No, that was Johnny Bedford. Manny's the one I was winning, and then I got choked to the very end of the second round. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Johnny Bedford, you won in 30 seconds. I knew it was – I knew it was – you had a very impressive win. Uh, but you're an awesome fighter from Northern California, also a history teacher. Oh, nice. Right? Yes. And a wrestling coach. <laughs> what history, Cody? Amer U.S. history, world history? I taught uh, U.S. world – I teach AP U.S. now. Um, I've taught civics and econ. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this, I, I, like, I like how this is sounding. Civics, too? Like, heck to my need a lesson in civics. <laughs> and you were also a big Bernie Sanders supporter. You were going door-to-door -door for Bernie, right? I did. I, uh, I just did it a couple of times, but I uh, canvassed for him a couple of times here locally. Nice. Nice. Well, listen, man, sorry that you, your, your, your boy lost, but um, – you know, way it goes sometimes. That's the way. That's the way it goes. Cody. Uh, uh, Cody's a badass fighter, badass wrestler. Um, he also he got. I'm looking at. He, he won his last fight against Gustavo Eric. Uh, he he beat, he beat Kyle Reyes, tough guy. Lost to Manny Wright. Uh, lost to uh, Douglas Silva. Beat Johnny Bedford. Lost to Aljamain Sterling by um by unanimous decision. Tough guy. Very very tough guy. Uh, as well as the legend Hector Lombard just joined us. Uh, Hector Lombard, uh, he's obviously a Bellator legend, UFC legend. Now he's a bare-knuckle boxer. Huge Donald Trump supporter. Well, he's gone now. Where'd he go? Uh, he, just, he just left. Uh, All right, that so was the end of the debate, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cody, man, you scared him away. So we are going to have the first political debate on MMA Roasted. Uh, my man, Ween Dog, is going to be yes. our, our moderator. That's uh, me. Uh, Eve Edwards is going to be one of our judges. Tyler's going to take bong hits throughout the whole thing. I'm yes, I am. The ride. I don't know where Hector went. Uh, but I'll for you too, Eves. Uh, Cody, you seem a little drunk. Have you been drinking all day? Nah. I'm fucking drunk, dude. Nah. Already? Right. So Ever since his quarantine, I've been waking up and just drinking beer. And that's all I've been doing every single day. Dude, I'm freaking drunk right. as fuck right now. Nice, Joe. Okay, so we have a drunk moderator. All right, so Joe. <laughs> Joe, take it away. Uh, to start the debate, we have, we have Hector Lombard, big Trump supporter, bare-knuckle boxer, huge UFC fighter, uh, legend, and Cody uh, Gibson, my man, also Wait. in the UFC. Uh, Joe? Can I, can, I ask, can I ask a question? Sure. Is he, is he a Bernie supporter? Yes. Bro? I want to I wanna say before we starting, you should... You should feel ashamed of yourself. Oh my God. 
supporting for supporting Bernie Sanders. It's All a right. joke. <laughs> it's a joke. This is going to be so good. This is already off the rails. All right, I'm going to start the debate. Okay, everybody. Actually, this is a debate. We have to. Okay, this you don't have to start before the debate started. Keep it simple. All right, all right. Uh, but but I, I appreciate the passion. Okay, uh, Wean Dog, take it away. All right, welcome everybody to the 2020 MMA roasted presidential political Republican versus Democrat debate. My name is Wean Dog Maddow, and the rules of the debate is simple. Everybody has 90 seconds, or each person has 90 seconds for their answer to the question. There are a total of 10 questions. And we can go to rebuttals if necessary, which I think will be necessary. So um, with seniority lies Hector Lombard. So he will be given the first question. And this is the opening statement. So Hector Lombard, why or why not do you support President Trump? Can, can I can I say uh, before anything my statement for the question? Sure. What? Okay. All right. Thank okay. you. I wanted this guy. He should be. He should be feel shame. He should be feel shame of himself for supporting a communist guy. That's all I'm gonna say. Go ahead. Okay. Your time starts now. All right. Ninety seconds. Why or why or why not do you support President Trump? I support I support uh, Donald Donald J Trump for so many different reasons. One of them, a small government, uh, which is like from having a small government, we as people have a lot more rights. When you have a big government, we as people have less rights. Just take a look what is happening in China. So. Republicans are what is at this point. So yeah, I gotta support anyone who is a Republican. Anybody else is against this country, hmm. including Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that it? Yep. All right, yep. Cody. I'm gonna ask you the same question: Why or why not do you support President Trump? Uh, I don't support President Trump because. Um, you know, I think he ran on a, a populist platform in 2016, you know, the whole idea of like bringing jobs back to America. And I could really get past all of the, you know, the, the kind of presidential problems with him, the fact that he lies all the time and, and just his rhetoric, I guess. I could get past all of that. Um, but if you actually look at policy. You listen to Channing. If you actually look you at policy. Let's not interrupt him, Hector. Okay. okay. So he it. ran on a populist platform, the idea that he was going to save the Rust Belt he was going to bring job manufacturing jobs back to this country, and it's just not what we've seen. And while he's loved to tell, you know, high GDP, uh, low unemployment rate, uh, a great stock market, when you actually look at the discrepancy and the, the, the differentiation between wage, between those that have and those that, just because I have a job and I'm not included in unemployment, if you give me two really shitty jobs that don't allow me to support my family, you know, it looks good on the unemployment rating, but that's not in reality helping Americans. And there's so many Americans that are struggling as a result. Hector, right. your response? Say it again? What's your, what's your, do you have an answer for that? I do. Uh, first of all, all I can see is a lot of hate and it's a lot of kind of like, it's just a CNA copy what this guy is just mentioning about, you know what I mean? Uh, 
Yeah, he has bring a bring a lot of jobs. Yes, he has bring so much to this country that was missing. I remember when Obama was the president, you know, the guy would go to other countries and apologize to the whole world. Shame on this guy. Like, how can you apologize to everybody? For example, like going to Japan and apologizing to Japan. Like, dude, these guys bombas. They 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 saying so many airplanes and destroy the whole the whole Hawaii basically. And then you're gonna go and apologize to these Japanese. I mean, like, it's a joke, but you know, my point is, you as an American, it should be should be shame on on supporting Bernie Sanders, a guy who who would bring so much taxes that it would be impossible to it would be impossible to pay that back. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, like Bernie Sanders. When you take a look, the packages that he was bringing, he was mentioning, it would add to forty trillion dollars. We only bring him back only two trillion dollars a year. He with education, free education, free healthcare, and the nonsense that he was he wanted to bring, it would add it up to forty trillion dollars. How can you pay that? It's impossible. Okay, okay, Hector, I'm going to allow Cody to respond. I'll give him one minute and 20 seconds. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of went off the rails. He didn't really answer my question about Donald Trump. Um, but, you know, if you actually look at manufacturing numbers, I'm going to stick to the actual first question. We can talk about Bernie later if you'd like. Um, you look, look at places like Michigan, Ohio. Uh, U.S. Steel is a good example, but – they're all on the decline. They're, they're at lower numbers. They have lower capacity today than they did uh, back when Trump was elected. Um, and this isn't like something that's debatable. It's just fact. Can you, can you give me the number? Can you give me a exact number? Can I give you the exact oh, number? Yeah, can you give me a exact number? Yeah, I've seen the graphs that show manufacturing jobs in these areas have all declined since 2016. Don't repeat, don't repeat, don't repeat what CNN says. Can I don't even watch CNN. Uh, try not to interrupt each other. This is a presidential right. debate. Okay. Very formal. Continue, Cody. Well, the point being is that, well, you know, the, the areas of economic growth that, you know, do indicate a strong economy, GDP, unemployment rate, those type of things have grown. Um, the average American isn't seeing the, isn't reaping those rewards. 80% of the stock market is owned by 10% of the population. So, for the average American, which is what I consider, I don't, I'm not, I don't give a shit about Republican, Democrat, I don't care about any of that. I wasn't a Barack Obama supporter, uh, so you kind of brought him up there for a minute. My basic idea is that the working people you, in this country, you, that's why I consider myself support, a populist. You say you support Obama? No. So who you support? Currently, I was supporting Bernie Sanders. I felt like he was the best candidate to, that, would, that could impact my life in a positive way. How can you support a communist guy? He's is not he a communist. What is he? Whatever. I mean, he's a he's essentially a, a a left. He's left of center. He's not he's not near. I mean, the political spectrum from right. If you look at a political compass test, for example. I love I love the way you talk and I love the way you express yourself, but you don't make sense. Okay. Oh, Continue. okay, gentlemen. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Oh, gosh. No, let him go. Let him go. Let him go a little bit. Let me finish. If you're supporting a guy, you have to know what the guy stands for. 
No, you cannot support a guy and, and kind of like say like, oh well, I don't know, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know what. You, you support the guy? I don't know. I support everything that Donald Trump does. I support everything. From Twitter. Trump Question from Twitter. So, yes. okay. So, Twitter user Smithero three nine one says, "Hey, Hector Lombard said that Bernie's thing would cost us forty trillion bucks. What do you say to that, Cody McKenzie? Dot dot dot. It's not Cody McKenzie, but okay. Thank you." <laughs> What? I don't know where he's getting that, that. I don't know where he's getting $40 Cody Gibson. from. Cody Gibson. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Cody Gibson. All right. So, you know, I, I was just going to mention, I just got to mention, just a little bit. Okay. Medicare for all, $17 trillion, Okay. Renew $16 trillion. Housing for all, $2.5 trillion. Cancer student debt. 1.6 trillion. Universal shy okay. 1.5 trillion. Call is for all. Uh 500 trillion. I mean the shares going 500 crazy. Trillion? 500 trillion. <laughs> a quarter trillion. I made a mistake. I I you know I, I agree with you. So I have the numbers here. So where, where are you getting these you, numbers when, from? You adding it up when you're adding it up. Bernie Sanders, we add a forty trillion to the fucking economy. Okay, you know. Let me ask you a question: How much the economy brings every year between uh, jobs? How and much? How much revenue? Yes. Is, yes. How, much yes. how much revenue? How much revenue we bring every year? So, how much does the government collect in taxes? Is that your question? Obviously, you don't know. Uh, I said, are you asking how much the government collects in, in taxes? Yes, 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 that's the question. Yes. Question. I don't know the exact number. What is it? Okay, so it's 1.6, okay, almost 2 trillion. So how come, how come with $2 trillion we're bringing back to the country, okay, you're going to overtake a 40 trillion? H Hector, can I ask you a question? Sure. sure. Um, so since you're so concerned about the national debt, it seems like, how upset are you at uh, Donald Trump that the national debt has grown in, during his administration? Say it again? Since you seem to be so concerned about the national debt, I was, I was wondering how, concern, how upset you are with Donald Trump since the national debt has increased under his administration. Increased since when? Since 2016. Since this pandemic? This pandemic? No, no, no. No, 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 bro. You know, have you seen the news? Obviously, you see the news. You know, you see the the jobs adding to the country. You know, like they're bringing all all these companies coming back. And you know, this is one thing that I want to ask you, okay? And I want to ask you as a normal conversation. I'm not gonna go like you know specifically well pronounced like you want to go for. I just want to ask you, okay? Bernie Sanders want to tax the shit out of everybody. All these companies who will get taxed. 52%, okay? Be with me, 52% is gonna be taxed. You know, if you, all these companies get the fuck out of here, which is the will, you know, you're not gonna have a common ele country left. Where are you gonna go? Because they're all gonna go and they're gonna get somebody to work for them in any other country. Cody, was he trying to tax what's, everybody? What, what's, what's gonna happen to, yeah, when you tax the shit out of everybody, what's, gonna, what's happening? They're all gonna leave. Cody, response? 
He's, he's talking about if we tax corporations like they appropriately should be taxed. I'm talking about tax. I'm talking about taxing all these companies that he wants to. He wants to tax all these huge corporations. He and wants corporations I, 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 to pay taxes like everyone else. Yeah. What's what's the question? Let me ask you a question. If you all these companies leave the country, okay? All right. They go to They're Japan. Already leaving they go the to country. Europe. No, 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 no. Leaving the country. They left with Obama because Obama didn't give a break to anybody. They left with Obama. They all coming back. They're coming back. They all coming back with you know with Trump. As you notice. All right, all right. My question, Cody. How do you think Trump has handled this pandemic? Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, I got the question. This is all just question one, by the way. Uh, okay, go. That on. is question number two. Okay, so can we move on to question two now? <laughs> God damn. Question number two. Go. All right. In this question, I'll let Cody respond first. The coronavirus pandemic has dominated the headlines within the past couple of months. President Trump has been criticized for not acting quick enough to combat the virus, while others are saying he's doing a fantastic job. What is your overall opinion on how the Trump administration has handled the coronavirus pandemic thus far? Says who? Says who? It's Cody gets the answer. Cody, you get the answer first. I think that some of the critique on, you know, Trump, and that's one of the problems with the media that I do agree on. Uh, with, with the, you know, the, the right and the progressive wing of the left. Um, if you blame Trump for everything, then it's almost like Trump, you know, it, it becomes so watered down when he actually does do something wrong. Let me answer the question. Let me answer the question. Hold on, man. There's one minute left. Hey, hold on. Hold on. MAGA. Hector, you've got to wait your turn, man. We can't, everybody All can't right. talk. You can't talk over it. God damn. I just gave him two more seconds. Hey, we're going to get our turn, brother. We're going to get our turn, okay? <laughs> All right. We'll All get him. All right, continue, Cody. <laughs> um, so anyway, the media, if you blame Trump for everything, then when he does do things that are wrong, it has less of a, steel, a sting because it's just like the, the left, just, you know, the left, the corporate media blames him for everything. As far as the coronavirus goes, I think so far, you know, it's, again, everything is going to be easier to look at. In hindsight, it's always 2020. Um, the travel restrictions were obviously a good thing. Um, I do oh, think I said, rhetoric, you admit that because CNN doesn't admit that one. Well, you're welcome. Uh, Trump's initial dismissal of the virus, though, is also a real thing. I know the representative in my district, Devin Nunes, who's a big Trump crony guy. Um, he was on national news, several syndic uh, different uh, syndications talking about how people need to go out to the restaurants and how schools shouldn't be shutting down for only a week and they should be back up and running. I mean, that's, not, that's, not, that's not Donald Trump's fault. I'm not saying that's Donald Trump's fault about how he responded to the virus. Uh, he, he was very dismissive in the early days. Can you give me the microphone, please? All right, here's a microphone, Hector. <laughs> that was two minutes, so we're good. First of all, I just want to say every little thing that Trump does Fake media news got to go and spill it around, okay? Because I remember when oh, he yeah. closed the entries to the China, okay? 
the fucking fake news when it's uh, you know he's a racist. He's a racist. If he if he wouldn't close the, the entry to America, we'd be we'd be all fucked today, right? But yeah, I guess they don't say cool. that. I guess they don't say that in the fucking news. They just kind of, kind of like talking so much shit. Now they they've been rallies. And I agree with like, you, Hector. I'm glad he closed the border. I agree. Okay, okay. I, I at least you know like a CNA because they don't want to say that shit. They just kind of like walking around and say, and say like, oh, uh, we gotta fucking attack this guy now because basically he did it all right. But guess what? They go back and they say like, well, he didn't act fast enough. I'm like, dude, how are you gonna say he didn't act fast enough when he was the first guy that got criticized for closing the entrance to America? Because there were a lot of people sick coming in. If he wouldn't done that, we would be, we would be all fucked up right now. Who would it be? That's right. So I want to say, I want to say like the people in general, and I don't want to talk about, you know, all these global globalists and all these people at the top, they want to control us and they're using as a puppet, uh, the celebrities and they're using as a puppet, uh, the, you know, the, the public figures to control us. Trump is the only person that we have left. You know, Trump is a guy, as a president that doesn't have any donors and doesn't have any super PAC controlling him. And he's the only person that has been fighting for you and I. And I want everybody, whoever's listening to us, understand that part. This guy is coming for real and this guy is coming to defend us. And he's the only person that we have left. Because I'm telling you what, take a look what's happening right now. Drain the swamp, baby. Oh yeah, you know, he's dragging the swamp. And and it's a lot more is coming. It's a lot more is coming, but we gotta defend that guy, man. All right, Hector, I'm gonna allow Cody to respond now. Cody, your rebuttal. Yeah, I just don't see it that way as far as um I agree with his media take, I guess. I don't know, you know, there were thirty six countries that had already had travel bans on China when Trump uh initiated. He, he did it first. He was right in line with everyone else. No, I, agree with, I agree with the criticism from CNN. Um, that's why I don't listen to mainstream media very much other than uh, I'll, I'll listen to critique on mainstream media. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, he's not for me and you, Hector. I mean, if you look at his tax, tax, his, tax uh, his budget. What channel news you listen to? I listen to uh, just different online stuff. Yeah, but like what, what kind like, of uh, like independent? I listen to like David Pakman and then Ben Shapiro. I sometimes will chime in on um, Kyle Kalinsky, yeah, uh, The Hill, The Hill. I like uh, those two. Yeah, so that's, that's ben Shapiro. the idea that that he's actually pretty middle of the road. If he's yes. listening to guys like Ben Shapiro, who's accused of being alt right. Ben Shapiro's for for Trump. So you you for Trump, right? No, I just listen to him to hear a different perspective. I, it doesn't make sense to me because if, if I listen to a guy, I'm basically learning from the guy and I just want to learn from the guy and and I like the guy and I like whatever he, you know, he, like Trump, whatever he says, besides it's funny, I like it, you know. I like that he want to fight for the country. I like that, you know, he says bringing the jobs back to the country. I like it when he said, 
oh, you know, we cannot depend on China and everybody's laughing at him. And now you see like, you know, we're depending on China so much that he's fucking us. Uh, I like all I like all that kind of things, you know what I mean? Wing Dog, Eve Edwards has a question. Yes, Eve. Oh. Oh, I, I'll save my question for later. I, I like where this is going. All right, well, we'll move on to the third question. My man, Eve. What's up, Hector? Fun dude. We're going to move on to the third question, all right, gentlemen? So far, this is probably the most professional debate I've ever witnessed, by the way. Yeah, um, honestly. All right. Hector, I, I mean, will allow you... You said it on the page. I mean, I don't understand, but... Okay, go ahead. Hector, I will allow you to answer first to this third question. All right. President Trump has been accused of being a racist due to his use of the terminology, the China virus. Is saying China virus indeed racist? Bro, that's the biggest joke I ever heard in my life. You know, the flu came from China and I call it Chinese virus. You know, you can take a look at all the virus where it comes from uh, the Spanish flu, the Ebola blue, uh, flu, and all that came from the from where they came from. So here goes again. From now Ebola. he's calling a Chinese. Yeah, Ebola came from Ebola, Africa. Yep. So when when you when you see what happened in the past and nobody gives a fuck about it, and now he said, "Oh, it's a Chinese virus," and here you are, these scammers. Yeah, you are this freaking CNN. They had nothing to do. Just criticize Trump for every little thing that he says. Oh, it's racist. Meanwhile, this fucking Chinese said fuck us. You know? Now, I want to give you a little bit of sample, right? Now, he cut the budget for the, the health organization. Yeah. Okay? He cut the budget, all right? You want to bet that tonight, CNN, fake news, is going to go ballistic on the guy. It's going to go crazy on the guy. Oh, you know, you see, it's racist. You cut, you cut the budget off. Of course, this motherfucker knew there was a virus over there. They didn't tell us shit. They let it go. And then a Chinese guy came here, infected us. How the fuck you call that? You know, so I don't believe that at one point, at any point, Donald Trump is racist. You know, I was watching Donald Trump's uh, documentary a while ago, and it was a police officer. He was a black guy, and he was unemployed because he was cut off. He got employed by Donald Trump. He was working for Donald Trump, and he's still working for Donald Trump. That's a long time ago. Donald Trump was criticized to employ black people at that time, and Donald Trump was criticized to employ women at the time. Nobody wanted to employ women. Only Eves, Eves, you have something to say? I have a question for Hector. So Hector, you can, um, you can employ a black person or black people and that does not make you racist? That means you're not racist? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so because if you're really racist, uh, you, know, you don't want to see these people anywhere near you, right? That's what it's called racist. I mean, like, um, slave, slave owners you know, were racist, and they had a lot of they had a lot of black people around them. Yeah, but you you know they just working for you for free. The owner of the Clippers is pretty racist, and he was the owner of the Clippers. There are a lot of black people on the Clippers. 
But anyway, uh, Cody. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think. Yeah, let's move on to Cody now. Cody, your answer is, let's try to stick to the actual question. Is, is, the China, is saying China virus, is that racist, basically? Uh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's racist. I think, uh, who was it? Was it Bill Maher that had a big old uh, thing about this? It was pretty interesting. Um, I think it was more of a political move. I think he did it deliberately, obviously, to change it from this corona, COVID virus to uh, the China virus or Chinese virus, whatever he kept saying. Um, I think it was more of a political move uh, than it was a race, an actual race thing. Um, you know, it's had unintended consequences apparently in the United States with some uh, anti-Chinese backlash a little bit. Um, but no, I don't. I don't particularly find it racist. We call a lot of viruses by their origin or place of origin. Uh, I guess you could have. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. I think it's just one of those stories that they're throwing in front of us as kind of a smokescreen. Because some really important shit's probably happening behind it, but. Uh, well, listen, listen. I feel like this is a joke. Period. It's a joke. And, and let me ask the, um, another question. This guy from CNA, the the black guy, Don Lemon. Okay, I hate that fucking motherfucker for for real. Okay, <laughs> that piece of shit. You know, and, and my question is, he's black, right? Yep. Right. He's so. black. Yep. But. His boyfriend or his uh, husband or whatever it is, uh, he's white. Yep. And his in-laws are white. And he works for the white network. And all his friends, I look on Instagram, all his friends are white. And everything that he has is white. And all the friends of his husband are white. And then he talks like white. And my question is, two, you're the racist one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, he, he, can, he, cannot stop, he cannot stop talking about race. It's everyday race, 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 race. And it's funny because Morgan Freeman talked to him one day. They had an interview. And Morgan Freeman says to him, bro, if we, the country really would be racist, you and I wouldn't be here. So what are you talking about? They give, they give us an opportunity, so the country is not racist at all. Otherwise, you and I wouldn't be here. So like a little bit of racism or a percentage but, you know, or, or, or a, an amount of racism isn't racism unless it's total and complete. Look, I gotta tell you something. I, I'm I'm black. I'm a Spanish. I'm a you know the worst of the worst. Okay, I'm an immigrant. All right. I, I I'm, I'm black and I'm an immigrant and I'm not the worst. I don't know. I, I speaking for me. But you're not Cuban. I'm I'm telling you one thing. Okay. <laughs> I never put I never put I never put the race the race card because I feel it's an excuse. It's an excuse for the week to put, put that excuse because he wasn't be able to do that. Like for example, like, I'm gonna give you a, you cannot get that girl. Maybe it's because she didn't, she didn't really like me. It's not because I'm black or blue or yellow. She didn't like me, the girl didn't like me. But I go back to the, I go back to the table and I, and I tell my friends, Oh, you know, she didn't like me because she's racist. 
now, dude. She didn't like you because she, you probably wasn't her type or you probably had money or probably whatever. And stop with the fucking excuse of race. It's like, for example, like, um, Deontay Wilder. Who has it like this guy? It's a multi, multi-millionaire. He has a ton of money. He had about 10 different cards, 14 different cards. It's got so many penthouses. It's got a, a girlfriend or a wife that she's basically white. It's just, you know, she can be white, but uh, whatever, right? And then he'd always bring the race card. Dude, this country gave you the opportunity and the infrastructure to, to have all that money, to be famous, to pay for you when you fight. So where's the race? Where's the race? Yes, okay. I understand. I understand back in the days, it was a lot of racial issues. And I understand that it was a slave. We fought for it. Eve, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think, it's ridiculous is when these Negro peons start talking about race. Racism does not exist in this country anymore. This country. I, like, I will tell you. Yes, I will tell you. I will tell you. Is is a differences. Like for example, if he, you and I are in the hood, you and I are in the hood, and everybody's flat, and you see a four white guys walking in our hood. Those, those four guys, they're white. They're probably going to get shot. Or they're probably going to get bullied. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? Probably going to nothing. You know yeah. You know why? Because they're different. It's not because it's a racial issue. They're different. Like, for example, if you and I, we're rich. We're super rich. And you see this bum walking in our neighborhood. You're going to be like, hey, dude, fuck off. You don't belong here. It's nothing about race. It's like we're different. So I do believe in differences. I don't believe in race anymore. A black person with money can do whatever the fuck you want. A white person with no money cannot do shit. So I believe in differences. So mostly financially. Here's the problem with that logic. Just because classism exists does not mean that racism doesn't exist. They both exist. And they both, have, they, they both play into the world in different aspects, in different ways, at different levels, at different times. But like to say that it doesn't exist, that's just asinine. That's just retarded. So la, la, let me ask you a question, okay? Don't you think that the people from the NBA, right? The black guys from the NBA, they they don't want they don't want to hang out with white guys. They you know they always want to hang out with black black guys. All right, you know that. So, it's, do you you kind of call them racist because they just would like to hang out with them, with their own? I'm not. Or you, that, that's, you, okay. So so Hector, hold on, hold up, no, hold on. You're you're presenting a, you're presenting a straw man argument where you you're setting you're stacking the chips and you're saying. You're using something very simple. People like to hang out with people that they know and people that they understand. People that hey, that's what I'm trying to say. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. That has nothing to do with racism, though. 
right? Okay, just because a lot of black people live together and hang out with other black people, that doesn't mean they hate white people and vice versa. But in where, where the system is written and the way things are, right? If you look at, if you look at communities, right? and the way that communities are attacked and used, gentrification is a racist thing. And gentrification happens to, to poor black right, and brown so people. This, right? is what, this is so, what I'm trying to yeah. say. I, that, like, for example, I, I gotta explain it to you, okay? Like when Cubans, right? If you see Cubans hanging out at the gym, almost all Cubans gotta hang out with each other. And you gotta see a bunch of Brazilians, they gotta hang out with each other. It's not because the race, it's because, it's because of culture and language. Exactly. It's because Mister, they don't have a question I got. The difference. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's difference where it's coming down yeah, to. Yeah, and you're talking it's about like a specific, we, a specific we, thing. And we're not talking same. about that thing. Hector, we're gonna allow Cody to respond. All right. Can he join the debate also? Can he now be a part of the debate? He's, he's, now, our, he's now uh He's uh, a third party. Third party. I'm no longer yeah. a judge. I'm like Cecil Peoples out here throwing chairs. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> our third party. All right, All right Cody. One of the things uh, I do in my classroom uh, when, I, when we have certain units on, on certain uh, topics, whether we're talking about um, Reconstruction era, whether we're talking about Civil Rights era, or just any really time, and we, we look at race in almost every kind of you know, period of history in our country. Um, but I always ask the class, um, and it always startles them. I always say, like, why, why are minorities poor? And then I just stare at them. And they kind of look well, like, did he really just say that? Did he really just say that? And I say, well, I'm not, why, I mean, statistically, why are minorities poor? If we fix all the problems back in the 60s, then why are minorities still poor, Hector? They just, they just, they're, unless you're going to say that they're stupid or lazy or something like that cause, and show that you're a racist, if you're not a racist, we're talking about something different. Let me go back. Let me go back to uh, what I was. What Wait, hold on, hold on. So, hold on, Hector. So, Cody, then what is? What do you tell them after that? And then we talk about the history, and we show the history of things like redlining. We look at things like obviously the civil rights movement and, and, and that fight. But if you look at the civil rights movement and where it ended when Martin Luther King was assassinated, he was transitioning the movement away from just equality in, in public places and education uh, and things like that. And he was talking about looking, you know, economic equality is, you know, Robert Kennedy said it best when he said economic equality is just as much a part of this whole concept as we racial equality. We have, or, we have that now. That, that's, that's the past. That's the past. We have that now. Like a black person, a black person can name a money in the he put tape on it. My person. We it. have that now. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Hector, what I mean, Hector. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Hector is actually sweating right now profusely, you can tell. No, and stop talking about the past. And stop. You know, that's why Martin Luther King, he died to equality. And we have that equality. And that's what we I'm trying to say. Hector. We don't have we equality. We have equality. Yes, we do. No, no. You no, as no. a black. You as a black athlete can make more money than me being white. Yes or no? So you're using anecdotal. No, we as athletes, and I'm black and you're white. If I'm better than you, I gotta get paid more than you. Yes or no? JJ Watt was the highest paid um, defensive end. He doesn't really matter the skin no more. He doesn't really matter the skin no more. 
It doesn't really matter the color, the skin, no, no more. Because that, you know that, that. That, that. That has nothing to do with it. That like that. That's that, what I'm trying like, to say. Hold, 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 stop. Hector, stop. You can't. We can't talk at the same time. Okay. So here's the thing. Just because when you when you want to present, I, get want to present, I really get bothered with that. When you want to present a professional athlete, right? Who's paid by performance? This color of your skin does not matter. It it, it matters about your performance, and that's just it. That has neither, nothing to do with the neither, real world. Neither does it. Neither does it. Does it have to do with you know our work? You know, if you're good at work, I don't want to hire you. I want to hire the best. I don't give a fuck if you're yellow, blue, or purple. Hector, hold on. Okay. You. Okay. So so yeah, so. Okay. Okay, you know that. Here's the problem, Hector, right? Here's the problem. You want to talk about all these things that you see in the public and in the front of people, right? But like when we talk about about um, job job applications and resumes, right? And a Fortune 500 company and this resume comes across the desk. Let me finish. If if I finish, you'll get your example. Right? So when when something comes across the desk, a resume comes across the desk and it says Deontay. Jackson and the other one says Chad Mellington and all the qualifications are the same in this Fortune 500 company, right? More often than not, they're going to go with Chad fucking Pennington or whatever because you, you, because you the name Deontay Jackson yeah. doesn't sound like somebody necessarily they want in that company. That thing happens. That yeah, happens. And to say that it doesn't is retarded. Here's, here's another thing. Here, here's a question I have for you, Hector. Do you still think Michelle Obama is a man? I do. Cool. <laughs> story. I am done. I win. All right, drop the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to the next question. I did not expect that question to bring so much heat, dude. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait, wait yes, wait. Tyler. Can you let him explain why she's a man? Yeah, why is she a man? <clears throat> Bro, check the records, man. I, 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 I just got to so, tell bro. you. you go and check 4chan said so. Okay? Who? No, no. Let him finish. Why is she, how is she a man? For real. Listen, I don't want to get into that right now. I, got it. I already answered the question. This is what I believe, okay? And going back to the subject, because I don't want to just live it like this. You know that you're not talking the truth. You know, like no, today, I know that I am speaking the truth. If you, I think if you are more capable, if you are more capable than me, you gotta get the job. That's you not watch what we're Apprentice? About. You watch the Apprentice? No. Do you watch? Do you watch Apprentice? You know how many black people? They were. No, I don't because I don't watch. They were, it. They were, okay, so there was a lot of black people. They went further than the white people, and I was Trump. Cool. But he didn't really care about. Heck, hold, you, hold on, hold on. Like what you're saying, and what about you're saying like you, you're saying, right? Like somebody could be nice to you, right? Talk about nigga this, nigga that, and all this other shit, like with in your face, and they could they could just be nice to you, and because of that, you're not racist. Like <laughs> fucking ridiculous, you know? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe so. Of course, you don't believe that. Like you've you've already demonstrated that, and I accept that. But like you know, like you know, it's not. I came, I came from Cuba, right? Yeah. And I will tell you something that a lot of Cubans they will agree with me. Okay. In Cuba, no, no, maybe like a one percent of people in Cuba are really white. Okay. Then maybe maybe one percent of people are really white. 
I'm from the Bahamas. Because we have the same they, thing. They, they, they're the mix, you know. I the bet Cuba you they're mix. rich, though. I bet you. I bet you most of the rich people in Cuba are white, or at least a lot of them. You know, you you bring it already. I know they, in known sense, because. Well, how do you think they got white? You heard of colonialism? That's let me, explain, I mean, let, me explain, let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. You know history, right? And you know, like right now in America, there's a lot of rich athletes, there's a lot of rich uh, entrepreneurs that are black. Why? Because they got the opportunity not long ago, but they have the opportunity now that, you know, they can, they're allows, allowed to allows you and participate okay. and they rose above shit. Hector, now, you Hector, know, you're also you know, using wait, like silly anecdotal evidence instead of looking at the entire economy or the entire society as, and structure as a whole. Uh, you let me finish. Let I'm me not talk talking about one black guy who made it, you know, and, and is rich because he's an athlete or because he became an entrepreneur. I'm talking about on a large scale macro perspective. Minorities are not rich. They're not. They're not on the upper end. What are you talking? Let about? me finish. Let me finish. So what? My point. What I was trying to say. You have a lot of rich people now that are black. But if you pull like 50 years ago. It would be maybe a third, maybe a quarter, what it is. And if you put like a 60, 70 years ago, it would be maybe 1%. Why? Because it was a slavery. You don't have the shot. You don't have the opportunity. So when, when Eve comes to me and he says, oh, of course, you know, I bet the white. You can have more rich white color scheme people because it was a lot of slavery in the past. Not that we have it anymore, but it was a lot of slavery in the past. As times goes on, you're going to see like nobody gives a fuck about color the skin anymore. Everybody's got to be rich, you know, whether it's you black, blue, yellow, whatever. Nobody cares about it. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, of course, like the back you go, the back of you go, you're gonna see like a lot less rich black people. Not if you go to before colonialism, but here's here's the thing. Right? <clears throat> when you when you say when you say that like now you see more black people with money at the same yeah. time, it goes back to what Cody's saying. Yeah, you may see more black people with money now, but at the same time, you still see a shit ton more black people without money and with nothing because those communities are, are, are abused, abused, and neglected. And that's the fact. And it's simply because they are, they are a minority. Black, brown, like all these different communities. Um, they, they don't get the support. They, they don't, like, like when people talk about, people talk about, like, think about the LA riots. And I know some of you guys may be too young. I don't know how old you are, Cody. But uh, the LA riots, right? Like, everybody's like, why do they always tear up their own stuff? And blah, 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 blah. Because they ain't going to let them go into Bel Air and Beverly Hills and tear up shit. If people started leaving Inglewood or if people started leaving South Central and started moving into, those, into Hollywood in that area, then the police would have shut that shit down real quick but they also don't own those areas. Like you go into any, no. any minority community and that community is not owned by the community. Oh. The community is owned by people who take that money and take that bag home at the end of the day. All right, like, you know, I just, wanna, I just wanna be with you for a minute, okay? You agree with me that right now there is no more 
racial issues, right? No, absolutely not. And whoever, and whoever, and whoever make a comment about it is when I say absolutely not, I say absolutely not agree with you. This is the most Trump argument ever. All right, so we're in agreement that uh, there's no right. racism. No, the actual question was, uh, is China virus, is saying China virus racist? But I asked that right. 47 next, minutes ago. What's the next question? next question? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to the next question. I know that's a very, racism is a very touchy subject. Everybody's very passionate Well, listen, can I say that I think the best part it's about this show? It's an excuse. All, if you have fun, all oh, oh, she didn't let me because I'm fine. Here's the best part about the show, right? The best part about the show. Hold on, hold on. The best part is that we're all talking about this, okay? So here we are, we got, we got three pro fighters and, and we're all able to talk about how we feel and our, our opinions. And that's fucking awesome. Yes, so, uh, I agree. Just so you know, this is way me, better than keeping it to ourselves. Go, go before, on. Before, we go, before we go in, before we go into another subject, all right? Yes. Eve, let me ask you a question. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's, it's a lot of conspiracy right now because John Jones got pulled over to the side. And now everybody on the internet saying like, oh yeah, he got pulled over because he's black. I disagree with it. You know, he got pulled over because it's a lot of people getting pulled over. I get pulled over a lot of times. I bet you get pulled over. I bet you get pulled over. And you cannot bring the excuse like, oh, I got pulled over because I'm black. That's a bullshit hold on. Stat- I have, I have, hold on, hold on. I, I have a response to that, right? Okay, go ahead. I've been pulled over for speeding. Before, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Don't just jump on one part because that part tastes good, right? I, I got pulled over before for speeding. I've also gotten pulled over before for being black, right? Not the same, not the same time. But, but, what, was it by a cop or like a, a fat white girl? Huh? <laughs> I, I, I actually, I've actually been in the car with my ex-wife driving down a highway in Utah and a cop drives the other way and I'm like, that dude's going to pull me over. And what does he do? Because he looked me right in the eyes and he saw my white ex-wife sitting next to me and he flipped that car around. I told her he was going to pull me over. Uh, and he was looking for a reason, right? But like, there's been other times when I'm speeding and going over the speed limit and I got pulled over. I got pulled over not wearing my seatbelt by a black cop. Right, who I 100% believe he wasn't a Negro pian, but like it just it just is what it is. But like the John Jones get pulled over because he was black, I don't know. But he did, did fuck up when he got pulled over. John right? Jones got got walked onto because his car was parked because he was shooting a gun. Okay, so. see, I don't even I don't even like I don't follow pop culture. I don't follow that's, MMA that's, news. I follow fight news. You know, I don't care why John Jones that's got what, pulled over. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like. I mean, that's like that doesn't count, dude. You can't. If people are saying he got pulled over because he was black or stupid, I know. But if you know, has an argument that racism doesn't exist, it's also stupid. They always bring it that 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 subject like, oh, you know, you do something wrong, and then if you're black, oh well, you know, they did it because he's black. No, well, you did it because you fucked up. Okay, so Hector, here's my question where, where that's concerned, right? So, um. If crack and cocaine are the same thing, why, and crack is like in poor communities, black and brown communities, and cocaine is in white communities, why is this, the, the punishment three times as much for crack, or even 10 times as much in certain places at times for crack than it was for cocaine? Mm, good question. You don't think race has anything to do with that? Because cocaine's fun. You don't think social economics has anything to do with that? 
Like racism exists. Don't don't act like racism don't exist anymore just because it doesn't affect your day-to-day life. Like people who look like you and people who look like me, they have to deal with racism every day. And because they have less money, less celebrity, and less they're less notable. Like let me ask you a question. What color what color what color skin I am? You're brown. No, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, I know white. So I'll suffer for the same shit. Yeah. But I don't call I, it racist. I call it like, that's the way it is. That is the way it is. And this is what I'm trying to explain yeah. you. I think no, that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's, that is the way it is. And the way it is, it's racist. In the no, gym, no. in the gym, in the gym, we can be Cubans. Say you can be white, blue, yellow, whatever. We as Cubans, we understand each other. It, what I think Hector's trying to say, and I, and I agree with him to an extent, is that the opportunity is there for all Americans. If you want to pick up, the opportunity is there. If you, if you want to, but of course, it's going to be a lot harder for certain people. people have more opportunity at the same time. People have more opportunity. And, and, if you're, and I think one of the, the inherent problems is, is and Cody uh, maybe back me up, is teachers, is, they, is that they, the, the poor communities get the worst teachers because people don't want to teach in those communities. So, so, so then they get screwed because their education's fucked from like day one. Whereas if you go to Beverly Hills and you, and they pay more, you'll probably get a higher, a higher caliber of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a teacher. So that means, so, so wouldn't that be an, an example of how, if you're, if you're poor and you're, you're kind of screwed from like the get go, Cody. Well, to, to kind of build on that, um, you know, schools for the longest time in this country on a basic level have been funded by property tax. Um, and so if you don't have a lot of property tax in the community, that school is going to receive less funding. Um, and they've tried to do different things to pump money into schools, but... It's not about um, money at the end of the day, right? Hold on. No race. It's about race and not money. It's about money, not race at the end of the day. It's about well, money. It's about funding, you know, properly funding a school, which could include teacher salaries. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Can you, can you be with me? I said it's all about money at the end of the day. Correct. It's about Correct. It's all about money at the end of the day. But what he's explaining is, is, the, is where the money comes from and how the system is rigged to make sure that that money never gets to the places that it needs to be. But listen, let's, 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 let's be serious here, okay? If you, if you had to do a private class with you and you pay hundred dollars for, for my private, I gotta, I gotta spend more time with you. If you come to the normal class, I'm like, you like another one, right? It's all at the end of the day, it's money. It's, it's money, it's not like, I don't really care if you can be blue, you blue and you pay me a two hundred dollar for a private class, and you blue. I gotta take care of you. I'm taking care of you, bro. If you Hector, one of these days, I hope you have a remember white, white, white blonde, white blonde, beautiful, and you like a paying like the the fee for like a fucking membership. I'm out here, fuck am I, right? But uh, if you pay me, that teacher. You, you pay me like the three hundred dollar private. Come to my, come to my big fucking penthouse, like LeBron. I mean, I take care of you. I uh, do. I'm, I'm just licking you. I'm licking your fingers. You know what I mean? And you can be black. I don't care. Fuck. It's all about money. This is my point. What I'm trying to say 
in life today is all about fucking money. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's the truth. Cody? You can be blue, yellow, purple, whatever the fuck you want. You know, you only got to have money. And when you have money, you got to live in your private island and nobody can fucking come there. Cody? You can be like a fucking the darkest man in the planet. We're going to let Cody respond, then we're going to go to the next question, goddammit. Yeah, I don't really uh, know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about money. It's money at the end of the day. It's all about money at the end of the day. It's not about money. What are you talking about? I mean, do you mean the system or do you mean you as an individual? The system. The system, you, me, everything. Everything, goddammit. I have a very quick question. That is relevant and it's on my mind. Uh, Hector, by the way, by, before we go on, Hector, every time you scream, it scratches a little bit. Um, so if you Sorry could, okay. Uh, yeah. Tyler. Everybody here has seen The Wire, correct? I have not. I, I haven't. Not it's very, go watch The Wire. And, Thank and, you, Tyler. You'll understand what Cody's trying to talk about right now. Uh, uh, Joe? What, what do you say? Nothing. Fuck me. Question number four. God, I'm never going to work for CNN or any of this shit. Moderating shit is too hard. All right. You work for NBC. Oh, yeah, NBC. All right, question number four. God damn. This goes to Cody. I'll let Cody respond first. I'll give you 47 minutes also. That's racist. That's racist. You've been calling Cody. You've been calling Cody three times before me. I'm That's trying crazy. to go back and forth. Hector goes first, and Cody I'm goes first. I'm playing the game. I'm playing the game. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> question number four: With Bernie Sanders dropping out of the 2020 presidential race, former Vice President Joe Biden is now the presumed Democratic nominee. How do you see a Trump versus Biden presidential race play out, Cody? Uh, I don't think it's going to play out well for Biden. Um, I mean, we'll see. Coronavirus kind of throws a wrench in everything. Um, but I, I think there's a sizable amount of people from the, the left who are more of the progressive wing. Uh, and there's more of those people who won't vote for Biden uh, than maybe the, you know, the turnaround that the centrist would have had to come with Bernie. Um, and I just think he's going to get obliterated in any debates they have. Um, he's definitely showing signs of, you know, uh, fatigue. Some people are saying dementia. I don't know if I want to go that far, but he doesn't make a sense in a lot of these videos. He, he screws up a lot. Um, and I just think it's going to be easy. You know, I think, I do think that Donald Trump is one of the most, uh, he knows how to, how to work a camera, how to work an audience better than probably any president in history. And he, he, he shines in debate, whether he's right or wrong on policy is irrelevant because of his ability behind a camera. He spent most of his life on reality television. So um, I don't really see it going well for Biden. I mean, the country is essentially split between political parties um, and Trump is going to lose some base in the, in the rest Belt, which I was trying to talk about earlier. But um, I, I think that most likely, I mean, depending on the economy, I guess, and things, things could change, but I would be surprised if Biden's the guy to take down Trump. All right, Hector Lombard, you're very short and brief. What 90 second response? <laughs> How do you oh, see a Trump versus Biden presidential race play out? Because I was trying to make a point, you guys still don't understand that today is all about money. No, we're past that question. <laughs> all right, so I feel like it's, they want to set it up. I feel like, in my, my words, 
these fucking Democrats they want to do a voting through email. Like well, during a pandemic, no maybe not standing in lines with an old photo ID, which is a setup for them. They want to fuck the system up, and they want to implement that. And next thing you know, like uh, Sleepy Joe Bernie, I call him a Sleepy Joe Bernie because you don't know like what's going on there. He he will become a president if he there if he Trumps allows that to happen. I hope. It doesn't, but what I'm seeing is like the Democrats want to set up the voting through, uh, through, through mail. That's bad. It's called an absentee ballot. It's been around in the United States for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and plus, we have a pandemic going on, so I don't want to stand in line like they did in Wisconsin uh, in these long lines, uh, not six feet away from each other, waiting to vote. I'm, I'm going to pass on that. It, it's a setup. Obviously, you don't understand. Like, you don't know what November is going to look like. So, when you vote, you have to show your photo ID, and it's uh, this is serious. I, I, I vote absentee every year. They're having two years. Serious? No, I don't like that uh, monitoring voting or whatever you call it. I don't like voting that. like that for twelve years. I don't like that, and that's wrong. If they're going to implement that, that's wrong and that's illegal. So, what if you're like an an old guy who can't like get to the voting booth? What does he do? Go in a wheelchair. How's the mil- how does the military go vote? Go go in the wheelchair and vote. How does go the, in the how would the, mil- how would the military the troops how would the troops vote? None of them live at home. They don't have an address. Put a kiosk they, can't in go, there. they can't go go march. Put a, put a like kiosk. Go stand in line. Put a kiosk in there or whatever they are in that facility. Put a, put put a, put a kiosk, kiosk in Afghanistan. Is what he's saying. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. But wait. That's fair. Yeah. No, I, listen, keep it the way it is. This is the thing, man. These Democrats, they want to shit in everything that this country, you know, this country's been doing so great the way it is. Do not change it. Don't change my country, man. I love the way it is. I came here I'm American because I like it. And I wouldn't be American today if he, a system like Obama would be in power. Obama I became... You mean like you mean? No, I don't like that yeah. guy. When did you become a citizen? No, he, he, he. I'm a citizen. When did I'm you a become citizen. a citizen? Uh, seven, seven, eight months ago. So congratulations, by the way. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, next yeah. question. Oh, I'm going to regret asking this one. This is going to be another one that goes on for three hours. Ask All right. It, ask it. Ask it. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Hector, this goes to you first. Oh, thank you. No racist now. No, not at all. <laughs> all right. Popular, popular politicians such as Bernie Sanders have come out oh, as yes. socialists, paving the way for a modern socialist movement, especially within young Americans. What is your overall opinion on socialism versus capitalism? I call, I call it lying burning because that's the same lie that Fidel Castro came with. Everything for you, everything for the people, everything. Hugo Chavez in Venezuela, everything. And then it doesn't work. You got it, you got it. It doesn't work. You know, free shit doesn't last. And you know that. You know, you're going to get that bill where you're going to pay 
And if you don't pay, you got out of business. You go out of business. That's simple as that. You know, there's no free lunch. And I've been telling a lot of people about it. All these young guys, they're so out of touch with reality. They are. They don't understand, you know, um, life. You know, they come from mommy and daddy. And then they go to school. And then an older guy goes and says, so I got to give you free education. You know, you got to pay for it. They're happy. But it's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's a lie. Cody? Um, so I think that it's important to note that, you know, if you look at the political spectrum of left and right, um, there are examples on both sides of that political spectrum that are horrible. Hitler was a far right fascist, where just as Stalin was a far left communist. And so I think it's important to not, you know, I don't think that the things Bernie Sanders was campaigning on. Yes, obviously, those are left leaning. It's a left leaning ideology. I actually think that calling himself a democratic socialist was a really bad strategic move because it was so easy to lump him into so, to being a socialist. Um, and I don't agree necessarily with everything on Bernie, Bernie uh, Sanders' platform, but when you look at things like extending educational rights to instead of just K through 12 from you know preschool through 16 or 17, whatever you want to call those college years. Um, because I think at the end of the day, the goal of the country should be to empower people to um, pursue their pursue their passions in a way that's going to benefit the country the most. You know, if, it would be unfortunate if Einstein never went to college because he couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? Like you want it, no matter what background or socioeconomic background or race you are, the idea is that we want, to, we want people to enter professions that um, they have access to if that is their passion and that's what they're good at. Um, and so extending education... Uh, I love the way you Unless talk. You, you talk very. The police department, the fire department, and the schools that the one I teach at. Do you not believe in public education at all? I don't. I don't believe in public education at all because it doesn't work. Public education? I mean, like, like, like regular school. Yeah, like, I thought you love this country. This country is all is public. Public education is all the people you know went through public education. I'd say ninety-eight percent, ninety-five percent of them. All right. So, can I can I speak for a minute? Because yeah. I like the way I like, I like the way you speak. You speak very pronounced, but it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense. Look, listen. Nothing that Bernie was putting in the paper, and nothing that he was campaigning for works. The school you gotta pay. Hospitals you gotta pay. You gotta pay. You gotta pay your whether you do classes because I see like you behind the gym or something, right? If somebody doesn't pay your gym. All right, if somebody doesn't pay your gym, if you do classes, you're not going to teach. It's simple as that. Money is what moves people, okay? And I love the system like that because I live in a system where nobody pays. Cuba, okay? It's a socialist. Like, free education, but you're not going to get no even a book. Free hospitals, but you're not even going to have a bed. You don't even have a cheap. Yeah, free. It looks good, free, but there's nothing there. I, I live there. I born there. I know what it's like. You don't know. Yeah, you, None of these okay. guys, they know. I'm not going to beat you on a battle of experiences. Obviously, you've lived under communist rule. You also lived in a, it was a third world country. It wasn't a first world country. So that's something to know. Mention me a communist because this, this is the mistake that you guys making. 
Cuba, it was a very wealthy place, you know, before, before Castro took over. Cuba, you know, the sugar number one in sugar, exporting sugar. And, you know, all the chocolates and all these that you eat come from sugar, okay? So sugar, it was a very powerful country. Bacardi, they make about 70 kind of different uh, kind of uh, uh, rums and shit. And the list goes on. Venezuela was the number second in America behind U.S. Powerful, very powerful country. It became second, third, and now you don't even know what number is because people cannot even eat in Venezuela. And Venezuela was so rich. I'm not, I'm not trying so to advocate for uh, communism, you know, authoritarian communism. I'm not trying to advocate for that. It, stuff. it doesn't I, work. Not, it, it, and the proof is there. The proof is there. Like Venezuela, for example, Venezuela was the second country in America behind behind America. It was super rich. And now people can eat. People can eat. People don't even have a soap. Why? Because the communists, a dictator, took over that country. And now the people are fucked up in there. It doesn't work. It's not because, you know, the country itself. It's because the system doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. Communism sucks. Uh, okay, and that's, that's why this fucking guy want to implement in here. I did and I hate when somebody... And communism are two different things, Hector. They're not the same thing. Now, let me ask you a question. When you call it free, 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 that sounds like so. That's that, and it scares me to death because I can see the lie. Because he doesn't even have a budget. He doesn't even know how it works. And I posted a video on my Instagram. You know, he talks about Sweden. He talks about Denmark. But all these countries he doesn't even know how it works. He couldn't find an answer. So he doesn't know how. Cuba works, he doesn't know how Venezuela works, but he also doesn't know how Denmark and Sweden works. It sounds good in paper, but he had no clue, he had no idea what he wanted to do. It's just Who told you believe and lie. Huh? Where where did you get the information that he had no idea he doesn't understand how their system works? I post I post like a brilliant video on my Instagram. When he got asked, you know, a few questions that he couldn't, he couldn't answer. A Breitling video, you said? I think about really? our final question, Joe, our final question. With the question. Day. This has been a, a, a riveting debate. I, 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 people, I can't wait to see the results. It really has. It really is. It's been the most educated. I've learned so much because of you, Cody, and you, Hector, and you, Eve. And I can honestly, yeah. I, 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 can agree, I agree with all of you on a lot of your points. Just, you guys are all making amazing points. And thank you. Thank you for the education. Uh, Joe. All right. So uh, I wrote, yeah. I spent, uh, I spent hours coming up with these questions and we got it. We, out of 20, 10 questions, we got to question five. So I'll save the next five for the next debate. For the final, or for the final question, I'm going to go to, who, who did I give first last time? Hector. All right. All right, Cody. The final question Don't be racist is, on me. Don't be racist. Final question. I'm racist, but not on this podcast. All right. The final question <laughs> is, did... Jeffrey Epstein kill himself. No. 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 Who did? Who killed him? Yeah. Good. It was a. It was a ghost. I don't know, but it wasn't him. Well, not who. Who facilitated the kill? The Clintons. <sighs> I don't know. 
saying I feel like I was really now I'm like I don't remember. I just remember thinking it wasn't him. Yeah, it definitely wasn't him. All right, Hector, what do you think? No, I just gotta I just gotta put in this small little comment here. Okay, because I really get I really get stupid upset where I see some people getting so so hurt when I talk bad about Obama. Hey, don't get don't get mad at me. You know, like Obama was a puppet. And the proof of it, look, Einstein, he got killed. But the superpower, okay? I put it, I just gotta leave it like that, okay? But the superpower, there is a superpower, okay, that run the presidents, they run everybody, okay? Who gets mad when you who gets mad when like that's weird because like I understand people okay people having their they get they get mad when they get mad when I say Obama was a puppet. Obama has he is a puppet has yeah Obama Obama had a lot of donors, have a lot of people that would put in money in his campaign, and then you gotta pay back and you gotta just you know do whatever these people say. Yeah, that's the biggest problem in politics in general. And, and this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like at least, at least, at least, Trump don't have the donors that you got to do shit for them. He has he, like a tax money. What are you talking about? He find he find his campaign himself. No, he has like so four he, super packs. I can find them for you right now. So now let me ask. Let me ask you a question. You know, don't you think like Obama, they never wrote a check? Obama they doesn't know how to run a business. That he had a lot of people that put money for his campaign, had a lot more people to answer the phone than Trump. Answer the phones? You know what yeah, yeah, yeah. When when they call and say, like, hey, remember, remember me? Uh when we gonna do that. Okay, okay, sir. The Great America Pack, the Great America Alliance, the Senate Leadership Fund, these are all PAC. This is all corporate PAC money for getting, with the purpose of getting Trump reelected. That was, a, that was my answer. That was my question. That was my question. My question is, he has a lot more of these people than Trump. Do you think no, that? But his, the reason why he said that is because you said Trump didn't have that, and he's proving that you're wrong. No, I'm, say, I, I'm saying, and I, I'll go back again, I'll say it again. Obama had a lot more than Trump. No, I agree that, that if we want to talk about, you know, changing the political landscape and the political the campaign fundraising and things like that and how, how politicians uh, operate. And that was one of the other things that I was attracted to Bernie Sanders about was the fact that he was a grassroots movement, obviously not big enough, uh, but he was one of the only politicians uh, other than some other progressives who weren't, uh, you know, in the pocket essentially of, of PAC money or lobbyists or big corporations. Uh, because I think on a large scale, on both the Republican and the Democratic side, that's for the vast majority of politicians. That's how they operate, and that's so. Pro, based on based on Cody's statement right there, Hector, my question to you is: Does that make Bernie Sanders better than Donald Trump in the fact that he doesn't have any super PACs? He isn't getting money from anybody in that in that regard. Uh, bro, he has more than everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, morning, everybody else. And look it up. Oh, man. And this is what pisses me off about these filthy liars. <laughs> they lie to people. They lie so much. They're a bunch of liars, man. And, and that's why I hate them all. 
me. Well, listen, you guys. Say, I want to tell you one thing, man. I want to tell you one thing. Sure. Okay. Tell us. As long as you, as long as you grab it, but you know what I'm saying, and she like it, just let it be. Words to live by, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this is our right? first. Political debate. Cody Gibson, uh, you did a great job. Uh, you're awesome. Thank, Thank you for being a teacher and, and, and for being a fighter, being a role model. Hector, another amazing, outstanding job. Uh, thank you for being you and for all the entertaining fights and opinions and everything you do. Eve Edwards, uh, Hall of Fame fighter, one of the best ever. Glad to get your input. Tyler, as always, my man, he's a Marine. He fought for our country. Uh, also a, a wrestling coach. And, uh, and Wean Dog, you did a fantastic job as our moderator. Who Thank knew? you. I, I think you have a future in this. Listen, Thank you. guys, be safe. We're going to have round two tomorrow. Okay, so. Uh, Are you serious? No, oh, no, my no, God. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, take care, guys. Trust, 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 trust. See you guys. Take care. Thank you. Tune is on to Hook Jim Dorpo's line. Tyler Stolt and Dorpo's a